The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. One problem facing people at many levels of business is how to make time for a work life and a personal life. Do you find that one seems to keep getting in the way of the other? This is the Work-Life Balance with Rick Morris. Even if you're not involved in the business world, you'll have a lot to gain by tuning in to today's show. Now, here is your host, Rick Morris. And welcome, everybody, to a Friday edition of the Work-Life Balance. Actually coming to you live from Tampa, Florida today. Uh, first of all, I uh, wanted to uh, thank my uh, engineers and, and everybody on the show for jumping on and doing a replay last week. Uh, for all of those uh, people who tweeted and emailed me uh, last week, uh, I'm fine. Uh, just had a, a little bit of a condition that caused a quick hospital stay, um, but we're uh, we're back. We're feeling better uh, and ready to do another edition of the work life balance. So uh, for all of you that uh, tweeted me and was wondering what was happening with the live show last week, uh, certainly appreciate you. Um, but all things are well, and we're, we're ready to kick off another fantastic edition of the Work-Life Balance. Uh, today, so excited to uh, have a great friend of mine. Actually, we go all the way back uh, to high school uh, together, and a really, really interesting story. I mean, you, you want to talk about somebody who's grinded and, and, and worked his entire life uh, trying to, to make it happen. Uh, th- this guy is the guy. So you guys know I like to have a diverse group uh, of people, so... You know, a couple of weeks ago, we had uh, Erica Flora on. Uh, you know, I've got people on here that are project managers, people on here that are uh, business mover and shakers, but we always love to hear from our entertainment folks. And, and when we talk about entertainment, you go you go no further than a gentleman by the name of David Nickel. And, and I, I, you know, D- David's going to love the fact that I'm going to throw this one out. Probably the title that he's he's most proud of is the first ever in the original Mr. Dr. Phillips. Right, David. I mean, you got to you got to throw that out. The original Mr. Jack Phillips. But I mean, oh, he wow. worked at Disney when he was in sixteen. Uh, was on Star Search, Grammys. We're going to get into all of this stuff. I mean, out in Germany touring, uh, Chippendales. I mean, brother, you have done it all. So, welcome to the show, David Nickel. Why don't you uh, tell everybody a little bit about yourself? Well, thank you, Rick. You are the man. And yes, we do go way back, and so far back that you remember more than I do. I forgot all about <laughs> Mr. Dr. Phillips. <laughs> you did a back wow. off the wall, man. How do you how do you forget that kind of stuff, man? Come on. I know. You know. You know what's funny when you say that the flip off the wall. I was uh, with AJ McLean from Backstreet Boys, and you know he's a little bit younger than us, and uh, he was there that night, and I didn't know it. But when I met him later on after they had kind of blown up, he's like David Nickel. Oh my God, man! You were my idol. Like, dude, I was there and I saw you jump. Uh, you ran up the wall and did a backflip. That was amazing. And then it was just so I was like, wow, this is crazy how people can just see you do some things and and all of a sudden you're you you're like engraved in their mind. And I guess I've been very blessed to have opportunities like that in my life as an entertainer to just do things that just really stick with people. And it's pretty cool. 
Well, there there was even the show. Uh, what was it? MTV Dances, or when that first came out? What was what was that show that you auditioned for? It it. Uh, oh. What, what, At Disney? Oh, oh, oh yeah, Pleasure yeah. Island. But uh, yeah, I, got, I saw Island. that newspaper clipping, and you were upside Are you down serious? in the Orlando Sentinel. Yeah, with my Jerbo jumpsuit backwards like crisscross, <laughs> upside down. <laughs> hey, I we, know exactly we, what you're talking. We can't about. fault the fashion of the '90s now. Come on, man. No, I I, I love my Jerbo jumpsuit. <laughs> Actually, I think I got that from a La Khaled. That's funny, <laughs> DJ Khaled's brother. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, man. Dude, if we start rattling names from high school, we can't do that, man. We 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 we'll go Wayne Brady, we'll DJ Khaled. Look, we we can't do that. Oh, so tell tell the people. So look, man, we'll, we'll get into your life story here for a second. But tell people what you're doing right now, man. What's going on in D Nichols' life? We call you D Nasty, but what's going on in David Nichols' life? <laughs> um, right now, I'm I, I've taken a little bit of time. Uh, not from entertainment because I'm still entertaining. I just did four shows uh, in Vegas. Um, I have a corporate band now, so I do a lot of corporate events. We just did some uh, the MGM uh, Grand. Uh, we did some at the Cosmopolitan. Um, we got some more coming. I'm about to go on tour. Actually, I leave tomorrow for Slovakia for ten days. I got a tour over there uh, where I'll be singing. Um, I'm a guest. I'm a special guest. They bring me out there every year because I was the lead singer for Chippendale's world tour for so long. Um, I'm like a special guest uh, that I come out there and host and uh, sing for them on the world exotic male dancer contest and tour. <laughs> so are you so huge in fun. Slovakia? I mean, is that a big thing? Are you huge in Slovakia? Man, I don't think I'm huge anywhere. I just think I'm blessed <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> you know? But, you know, but, but uh, what I was going to get at is like, yeah, I'm still entertaining. I'm doing all the things, but I, I've been really looking at the future. And as an entertainer, you don't have, you know, a retirement fund or anything saved up. You know, you go gig to gig. You got you, some people are smart and they, they're business savvy. I was never business savvy. I was always a hustler. I was always hustling gigs. I just wanted to sing and dance. That's all I wanted to do all my life. And so... Uh, a few years back, I, I, I learned about um, network marketing, and I was like, oh, my God. Like, this is the same thing that I did when I wrote songs for NSYNC. I, did, I wrote a song. I wrote two songs uh, in two days, uh, and then I, I'm still getting paid for it, you know. I did work for two days, and now I, every six months I get, I get paid, and I'm still just got a check. I'm, they're not near as big as they used to be, <laughs> I wish. But um, I found out about that, and so I started uh, dabbling in network marketing a little bit. Um, and, and you know, that's not a, it's not an easy thing to do. But once you learn it, once you educate yourself on network marketing and not just your your products, it, it gets a little easier. So I started doing a little bit with uh, a company called Kayani, which is amazing products. Um, and then now I just found out about the forex trading in the Forex, which has been around for centuries, and I had never even heard of it. I've heard of foreign exchange because I've been country to country for, you know, 20 years or more years. So I was like, what? I can't. That's numbers. <laughs> if it goes past eight, five, six, seven, eight, then I don't know about <laughs> it. <laughs> but um, but it, was, it came to my attention, and uh, uh, this bunch of young kids, man, uh, it's like actually like a bunch of gamers, kids that like to get online and play games and go against each other and uh, get together in groups and play each other. 
they, I, I noticed this movement and it, and it kind of caught me by storm. And I was like, what's going on with this? Like they're posting up pictures of, of money, like making money. And I was like, come on, what is this? So I got into it. I learned about this company called IML, iMarkets Live. And um, basically uh, their CEO is called, his, his name is Chris Terry. And he's been trading the Forex for about 22 years, and he's nearly made $90 million trading. So he knows what he's doing, and he's created this, this patented product called the Harmonic Scanner. And it kind of gives you a guide and uh, kind of like the answers to the test, you know. So you don't have to go and learn everything about trading in the Forex like people pay $40,000 to do. But if you get the general... Uh, lessons and, you know, kind of know what you're looking at and use his tools. And he goes on live um, five days a week and trades live on Zoom. And you can get on with him and watch him trade. And he's telling you what to do. He's like, okay, come in here, you guys. Here's the zone. Here's the entry zone. If it comes in between here and starts making the move, get in, buy, sell, whatever. You know, he's giving you all the answers. And so I, I try to do some myself, like not knowing what I was doing and didn't do so well. <laughs> but since I've been doing it live with him, man, oh my gosh. Like, it's crazy. At one point, I made $114 in like less than a minute. Um, I made $16. I made $16. I made little ins and outs. But the other day, I was doing another radio show, um, uh, and I got out of the radio show, and I checked my trade that I was in from the morning. My phone went dead, and I couldn't even check it. So... I checked it out, and I was like, guys, what does this say? And they were like, $1,600. $1,600 within a few hours I made. And so this has really got my attention. And these kids are, are what really pulled me in because it's just a new movement. It's like these kids doing Forex, making money like the rich people do, you know? And they're really, they've taken their education of like learning how to play a game and the, the schematics of all that, and they've applied it to the Forex. And you would not believe what's going on right now. And it's blowing up, blowing up. I went to Dallas this past weekend for a launch of uh, iMarkets Live. And it's crazy. It is crazy. But I love well, it. And, and, and um, I have to admit, too, you know, so I, I'm watching your Facebook, and, and you, you know I love you. You, you know your yeah. brother. But I'm like, yeah. dude, nickel's playing with numbers. That's that's not a good thing. No, you know, never. You know, and, and, and I have no I'm business seeing... doing business. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually open businesses for you, right? So uh, yeah. uh, I see uh, you know, I see starting to make a little money. So, uh, you know, I had to inquire. But uh, I've actually, you know, jumped in. I did my due diligence. And that was my favorite conversation with you when, when I called you. Uh, well, it was about three weeks back. And I said, so, you know yeah. what? How much due diligence did you do? Uh, none. Um, so, so what do you know about this? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, I dug in and did all the due diligence that, that I do before I, I ever look at anything. But, uh, you know, I just shot you my, my trade record for today and, and made 685 bucks. Yeah, 685 bucks today, today while I was sitting like, on the client site, right? Yeah, and yeah, that's what impresses me about you is, like, you've been hitting me up all week. You're like, like these little text messages, yo, I was in a meeting, but I made like $45. <laughs> you're like, you're like, it's kind of like me. I was at rehearsal for my band and I'm like checking my, I've got trades and I'm like checking them. Like I just kind of nonchalantly like 
Uh, did I make any? Oh no, I'm down right now. Oh, oh, there, oh, got some money. Let me get out. <laughs> yeah, you can't watch it. It'll freak you out. No. Uh, oh my god. But if you let it ride for out. for a few hours, it's you're you're good to go. Exactly. Hey, so listen, when we come exactly. back, we, we definitely want to talk about, you know, uh, your, your entertainment career. And then I, I do want to talk about the network marketing a little bit uh, because, you know, there's a negative stigma out there. And uh, I want oh, to address yeah. that a little bit. Um, okay. And uh, we'll, we'll talk uh, more about uh, how you got here. We'd love to hear a little bit more about your background, talk about, you know, Nickelodeon days and Disney days and all those stuff. Uh, so uh, certainly going to be an entertaining hour for those of you that are listening. We'd love for you to stick around. Uh, we're going to pay some bills listening to CA and then R Squared commercials, and we'll be back on the other side of this break. Are you frustrated with the overall productivity of your project management processes? Do you lack consistency in project delivery? R-Squared Consulting provides end-to-end services to assist companies of all sizes in realizing and improving the value of project management. Whether you want to build a project management office, train project managers, or learn how to bring the oversight and governance to your project processes, R-Squared has tailored best practices to help you in all areas of project management. Visit rsquaredconsulting.com. Today, every business is in the software business. And business is booming. That's because we live in an application-driven world where the lines between physical and digital are blurrier every day. It's a world where billions of connected things talk to each other. Where agility is the new driver of competitive advantage. Where applications aren't just part of your brand. They are your brand. All of this means you have a new mandate. Build the apps that will drive the future of your business and satisfy demanding customers, or fall behind. Only CA Technologies has the years of expertise and the end-to-end portfolio of software solutions to help you plan, build, manage, secure, and scale the applications at the heart of your modern enterprise. To learn how your business can thrive, visit rewrite.ca.com, your exclusive source for insights from the cutting edge of the application economy. Are you getting the most out of your project management software? In many cases, it is not the software that is failing, but the implementation, limitations, or processes surrounding the use of that software. R-Squared can analyze your current use and help improve your return on investment. R-Squared can also suggest the best software for your organization and goals and assist in the selection, implementation, and training. Allow R-Squared to ensure that you are getting the value of your investment. Visit rsquaredconsulting.com today. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You are tuned in to the Work-Life Balance. To reach Rick Morris or his guest today, we'd love to have you call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. If you'd rather send an email, Rick can be reached at rmorris at rsquaredconsulting.com. Now, back to the Work-Life Balance. And we're back. Thank you for staying with us on the Work-Life Balance. We're talking to David Nickel, longtime friend of mine, all the way back to high school, and an entertainment grinder is the, is the only way to 
only way to call it, and I, I do, I want to talk about the history, right? So um, I'm trying to pick, you know, where the best part is to, to start. So I think I want to start with Star Search, right? So let, let's oh, go back to yeah. Ed McMahon. The, tell us about your Star Search days, man. Um, uh, Star Search happened when I, when I just moved out to L.A. Um, I got, I got, hold on. I got picked to be in a boy band group. And, uh, you know, it was back in the day with New, new Edition and stuff. Before, uh, not a New Edition, uh, New Kids on the Block. It was before Backstreet and all that stuff. So um, I, I got, went out there for that. But we, they, the people that brought me out to be the lead singer, we couldn't find anybody else that they really liked to put a whole group together. So... Uh, they said, you know what, we're going to have to send you back home because we can't find anybody else to do this group. And I was like, oh, no, I'm finally in L.A. I'm just now 21. I'm not going home. So I made a couple <laughs> calls, and I was like, i got to stay. I called my friend Chris Dupre, who I love to death. We're still friends to this day, and that was in 1991. And I said, Chris, uh, they're going to send me home. I don't want to go home. I'm in L.A. You know, this is the Mecca. And he's like, get your stuff and come over. That night... I, I went to a, a party with him. He made me sing. It was a, for an agency, uh, and I just sang. And next, the next day, I had a call. It was like, hey, we have an audition for you. And I was like, well, who are you? <laughs> I'm like, this is the Bobby Ball Agency. And, you know, that, that's been my luck, uh, doing the things and living the life that I have. You know, I just happen to be sometimes at the, the right place at the right time. And, uh, and then the next thing you know, I'm, I'm there. I had already... I think I had auditioned. Yeah, I auditioned right before I came to L.A. So when, then when I got to L.A. is when they decided to call me to do Star Search, which was in Orlando. So then I went back to Orlando, and I did Star Search for the first time as a solo artist. And it was awesome, man. I, I loved it. It was great. It just uh, Ed McMahon mis- mispronounced my name. And I remember turning <laughs> around on the little thing going, no, man, it's Nicole, not Nicole. And, I'm, and all of a sudden I had to start singing. And, uh, and I, did, I think I did a great job. Uh, James Bonamy was the, my opponent. He was a country singer, great guy. Uh, main thing I remember about him is his hat and his eyes. Um, I think I, I outdid him singing, but that's just me. That's no, not just me, everybody that saw it. You can look at it. Actually, that's on YouTube. David Nichols is it? and yeah. James Bonamy start search. Yeah, if you look at James, uh, David Nichols. Uh, N-I-C-O-L-L uh, on YouTube. It's there. You tell me. Y'all tell me how I did. But, you know, I'll check that out. But that, am I, the, the big question is, am I, am I going to be able to find you in the Power Rangers shirt, uh, suit on, on YouTube? You could possibly see me in a suit, but you won't know it's me. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? Were, please tell me you were the pink one. Uh, uh, no. Come on, Rick. You know me. <laughs> That was the one I was with, homie. No. <laughs> um, Which one were you? Um, I, I played all the guys, actually. Uh, the one that you would actually really know me or see me, even though I'm in the costume, is the cardboard cutout that was like at Blockbuster or whatever. Um, that was me in White Ranger costume for the movie. Um, and then otherwise you just see me doing stunts and then, you know, I did stunts for a little while and then I, I hired to do promos. So every weekend they would, this is my first time experience this. And that's why I'm saying, cause it was such a cool 
time in my life is, you know, they would pick me up in a limo every weekend, like a Thursday or Friday, take me to the airport, LAX, and then fly out. And then we go do some kicks and flips and tricks. And then we sign autographs for like four hours. It was so crazy. And but I would do that every weekend. And I did it for like three years from like 94 to 97. I actually moved to Orlando in 95. Um, and I got hired to do the Beetlejuice show there at Universal Studios. And on the weekends, I was like, well, I need my weekends free. <laughs> so I was doing Beetlejuice during the week and flying out for Power Rangers on the weekends. It was just an amazing time. Then, I, then at the same time, I got another TV show called WMAC Masters, which I was a, a ninja on that. So me taking Capoeira in Los Angeles paid off big dividends. It was awesome. That sounds awesome, dude. I make yeah. fun of you, the Power Rangers, but that man, they, you know, who, who, who's definitely not laughing is the people who bankroll that. <laughs> oh, no. Because they made just bank and off still that bankrolling show. it. No, you yeah. know, it's funny because you say that, but it's so true. You know, I'm a, I'm a Grammy nominee, I'm a Billboard Award winner, I'm, um, you know, American Music nominee for songs that I wrote. Those things are like the most impressive things to me. But when somebody finds out I'm a Power Ranger, oh my God, people lose their mind. It's so crazy. Literally, like, okay, you know, I was just talking about IML. So I go to, um, I, I go to Dallas this weekend, and that's the whole rumor. All I hear is, that's the Power Ranger. Hey, are you, a, are you the Power Ranger? Like, I'm like, what is going on around here? Like, my friend Josh Keener, who um, got me involved with uh, with IML, uh, <laughs> he's been telling everybody, do you know he's a power, he was a Power Ranger. You know, all these kids are Power Ranger generation. So they're freaking out. They're freaking out. It's so funny. They're like, yo, what's up, Power Ranger? <laughs> oh, my, oh my gosh. This is crazy. So crazy. So, what so you got me, next? What's going on? Tell people what you won the uh, Billboard Award for. Oh, um, I, uh, as I was saying about, um, residual income. Um, one day I was driving in my car and I came up with an idea for a song called digital get down. And I, all I heard, all I heard in my head was like, digital, digital, get down, digital, digital, get down. And that's all I had. And then I was like, this is so cool. And I called my friend, Byte Ren, who wrote and produced a lot of songs with Backstreet and Sync and other groups. And I was like, Hey, I got this amazing idea and I could see it in my head. I need a track. I need like a kind of like a hip hop, like all digital sounds and all that. So we went into Transcon actually, and he started laying down the beat and the music. And I just came up with the hook, uh, called digital get down. Uh, and then JC from NSYNC happened to call me. He just got back in town and he's like, Hey man, what are you doing? I was like, I'm actually at Transcon writing a song. You should come up here and write it with me. He's like, man, I just got in. I got to do my laundry and stuff. I'm over at Lee Perlman's house. Why don't you come over uh, uh, after you finish over there, and then we'll finish writing it over here tonight. I was like, all right, bet. We can do that. And, and, and at the time, you know, I had a record deal with A&M, so I was actually writing it for my group. And uh, so we wrote the song, and then he showed me a little bit of a song that he was writing. And I was like, that's nice, man. And so the next day, we recorded our demo at Transcon, and then we started writing the other song that he had started. So we did two songs within literally like 30 hours, if that, and they both got released. One got released. Digital Get Down was on the No Strings Attached CD, which just sold over 15 million records. 
Um, and then you don't have to be alone, which was supposed to be on it too, but uh, Johnny Wright asked us to make it a Christmas song. And we were like, what? So we made it a Christmas song. And then it didn't get on the, the uh, NSYNC Christmas album, so we were like, what the heck? So it ended up, I, was, I think I was in... I think it was in like Minnesota or something doing, what was, it? what was I doing? I was doing some kind of show and, uh, come to find out it was on no, no, uh, now that's what I call Christmas. It came out on a now CD. No, no, no. Sorry. I'm so sorry. It came on, on the movie soundtrack for the Grinch movie soundtrack with Jim Carrey. That's what it was. And then that came out for a couple of years. And then a couple of years after that is when I was, I was torn with Chippendales and I happened to see, now that's what I call Christmas. And I looked, and our song was on now, a now CD. Now that's what I call Christmas. I was like, holy crap, my song's on here now. I'm on a now CD. That's awesome. <laughs> and so that, that came out another year, because the first one they, they did, they put out for two years or something. And then now that's what I call number two came out. Now that's what I call Christmas number two. And we were on that one too. I was like, oh my God, I'm getting paid. <laughs> 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 so you know that and then we we ended up uh, for digital get down we we uh we got nominated in a bunch of categories for but main win, one i got to win was uh the album of the year so that was part of the album of the year so that was cool and that was a that was a billboard award uh that i you, won you still have it? and then that was a uh no i don't i don't even have it <laughs> i just i'm just a winner i'm just a winner man that's it that's all i can say I don't even know if I could get one. I don't know. But I do have a plaque with a bunch of platinum records on it, though. I have that on my wall. So that's cool. That's awesome. And I think people are fascinated by that, right? Just the whole creation process, how it gets to a record, how it gets out there in the airplay. And, um, you know, I actually had a conversation with Chase the other day as he's learning, um, you know, for the people that, that don't know Chase Hampton, it, and there's, we did a radio show with him about uh, four or five weeks ago with Jason Damon. But just learning, you know, I think they make it intentionally difficult so they don't actually have to pay the artists. But all the ins and outs and how, you know, you get paid and the percentages people get paid and who the songwriter is and who the producer is and all that kind of stuff. I mean, it's the, the legal loopholes and that is, is ridiculous. Uh, it's crazy. And uh, not to put a negative, but I was actually, I was in a, contract I well, my A&M contract but I, the contract that I had with the production company and my lawyer actually screwed me over really bad and this is I'm going to tell this story because I want all artists out there that people are writing to always know you can't trust your lawyers either <laughs> you know we got a lawyer and we said we wanted 50% publishing we want a 50% publishing deal so he comes back. He's like, okay, I got you a 50% publishing deal. And that was the only issue that we had. So we're like, okay, well, let's sign the contracts. So we signed the contracts. Uh, a while goes by and nothing's happening. Uh, A&M folds, goes under. So now we don't have a record company. We just have a, uh, a record deal with uh, uh, another label. And um, they, did, they didn't get us signed again. So we were, I was like, oh, I'm not going to sit in this group for more than two years. My, my contract is over in two years, so I wanted to get out. Then I happened to go through the contract and find that he gave them our writers. So you don't give up your writers. Who gives up their writers? Nobody. So he gave them our writers, and then 
God, that's a 50-50 publishing deal. That's not how it works. You, all the writers keep their writers, and you keep the 50% of the publishing deal, so they get 50% to go out and shop the songs and stuff. You know, That's crazy. Well, I got robbed. Then they added a 35% administration fee on top of everything. So I'm like getting like 15% of anything that I write or do. And that's just so wrong. And uh, I dealt with that for a long time, went through hardships with that. And then finally, uh, a couple years later, um, they called and I'll just put this out there. This is when I found Jesus. Um, and then two days later, I got a call from my lawyer and was like, hey, we just got a letter from the publishing company uh, and they want to do a deal. They, they, they'll give you your writers and they'll take all your publishing. So it's a 50 50 deal. I was like, man, they, I want to shoot all of them, but I'm not that kind of person. So <laughs> just let me get my money, you know? And um, I had to do that, man. So it was, it was kind of hard. And, you know, you, you know, I was only a third of the song with JC and Fight Ren, which only allows me like 3% of the album, you know? Like, so I make sure. like three cents an album that's sold. So, and then I had to give up half, you know what I mean? So yeah. I lost a lot, hundreds of thousands of dollars off of that. And so that's just a little lesson learned. And I hope that somebody else learns from that lesson, you know? So, for sure, crazy. for sure. But you know what? And, and we know nothing you've got... can hold me back, and I'm not scared of nothing. And I keep pushing on, and I'll learn anything, <laughs> and I'll do anything, because that's what I do. I'm David Nickel. And we've got more life lessons from David Nickel that he's going to share when we come back from the other side of this break. You're listening to Work-Life Balance with Rick Morris. Are you frustrated with the overall productivity of your project management processes? Do you lack consistency in project delivery? R-Squared Consulting provides end-to-end services to assist companies of all sizes in realizing and improving the value of project management. Whether you want to build a project management office, train project managers, or learn how to bring the oversight and governance to your project processes, R-Squared has tailored best practices to help you in all areas of project management. Visit rsquaredconsulting.com. This is not a radio ad. It's a collection of computers, servers, transmitters, satellites, and receivers, all powered by the most transformative force in business today, software. Just think about how many applications you have within reach at this very moment. And not just on your phone. If you're in your car, software is powering the GPS that guides you. Turn left ahead. The digital road signs that direct you onward. And the engine computer that keeps you moving. Soon, software will even replace you as the driver. Switching to auto drive mode. This is life in the application economy. And the opportunities for businesses are endless. But only if you have the tools to seize them. From planning to development to management to security, end-to-end software solutions from CA Technologies can help your business succeed in this new application-driven world. Learn how at rewrite.ca.com. Are you getting the most out of your project management software? 
In many cases, it is not the software that is failing, but the implementation, limitations, or processes surrounding the use of that software. R-Squared can analyze your current use and help improve your return on investment. R-Squared can also suggest the best software for your organization and goals and assist in the selection, implementation, and training. Allow R-Squared to ensure that you are getting the value of your investment. Visit rsquaredconsulting.com today. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned in to the Work-Life Balance. To reach Rick Morris or his guest today, we'd love to have you call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. If you'd rather send an email, Rick can be reached at rmorris at rsquaredconsulting.com. Now, back to the Work-Life Balance. And we're back. We've been talking to David Nickel, uh, entertainer extraordinaire, great friend of mine, somebody... uh, that I've got to see, uh, uh, you know, we've grown up together. So I've, I've got to see trials, tribulations, hardships, and in, in, as you were saying in that last segment, right, nobody, nobody bringing you down. And I love, you know, what I look forward to every year, David, is, is my annual trip to Vegas, is, uh, yeah. you know, the CA world. I know that, you know, it, it, it may be 8 p.m., it may be 2 a.m., but you and I are going to get together and yep. have a couple of beers and just hang out and listen to good music and, and have some fellowship, man. So that's coming up again you know uh, in, in a few months, so watch for that email because I'll be out there soon. But uh, cool. as we come back... Um, you know, it's funny. I'm actually doing this live from Tampa at a client site, and one of my clients was just like, "Ooh, he was at Chippendale," and so of course we had to we had to, we had to go back in the log and go find one of your you know abtastic pictures uh, of of D Nickel uh, so that she could see uh, the, the Chippendales. Well, let's talk about that, man. How did how did the whole Chippendales thing? I mean, so so you go from Nickelodeon. You go to Beetlejuice, and of course, let's go ahead and name drop for a second, but our boy Joe Movahill did a little Beetlejuice action at Universal, of course. Joey Patone did a little Beetlejuice action at at Universal. Uh, Chris Kirkpatrick was out there. Um, I don't think, he didn't do Beetlejuice though, right? But he was out there at Universal. Yeah, he did the 50s diner doo-wop group. Yep, yep. So, I mean, of course, all of our crews. uh, JC was there too. JC, yeah, JC was there after he did Mickey Mouse Club, right? So, um you know, all of us had, had done our time at, at Disney, done our time at Universal, and then you go, you go Star Search, you go Power Rangers, and then there's this leap to Chippendales. So talk, talk about that, man. How'd that happen, and in, in, in what'd you do with that? Well, you skipped one. I just wanted to plug it. It was Roundhouse on Nickelodeon. That was my first uh, TV uh, series. Yeah, like throw that TV out. Series, so you go from Nickelodeon to the Chippendales. Let, let you look good. Yeah. That was both of them. Yeah, I know. Yeah, go ahead. That's crazy. Crazy. My life is all over the place, man. Um, so, well, well, talk so, about the Nickelodeon show. What what was that show? Well, what was right that like? A, well, right after I, I had wrote the song and I started, uh, I was living in L.A. Um, and I started getting paid and I was like loving life after I finally got paid. And so I started songwriting and stuff and so I was just chilling. And uh, my brother didn't have a job and I wanted to look out for him. And I was visiting some of my friends uh, in Vegas, uh, Kenny, Kenny Lane. You might know him as... Uh, wrestler on TV, the name of the Kenny, the natural, the natural Kenny King. He's a wrestler. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, 
was visiting him, and they all worked for a company called Westgate. And so uh, I said, well, you know, are you guys hiring? You know, Billy needs a job. And they were like, yeah, man. And so I talked to the powers that be, and they were like, no problem. Um, bring him out here. So I, I actually got my brother a place, uh, got him an apartment, and I got him a two-bedroom so that I could have a place to stay when I came from L.A., whenever I wanted to go to Vegas. And so I uh, brought him out, set him up, and then I was coming back and forth. And then uh, he had to go. He, the job, actually, the state wouldn't give him the license, uh, a real estate license for some reason. And so he couldn't stay out there. So I had to go. I was like, okay, I got to pay for two places, one in L.A. and one in <laughs> Vegas, or I just go to one place. So I just was like, you know what? I'm going to Vegas. So I moved to Vegas, and a friend of mine, uh, David Greenhouse, was the stage director for Chippendales. And I went and saw the show because um, my friend Brian Cheatham was a singer there. And I was like, I want to see the show. Yeah, I want to see you guys perform. And, I, you know, I've always been a dancer, and I tend to stay on the sexy side and not the ballet side. So <laughs> I was like, yeah, man, I'd be interested in dancing for Chippendales. I like girls. It'll be a lot of fun. I like when I sing and dance and girls scream. It's awesome. So I went. He was like, well, you know, we don't have a place here because Brian is here. He said, but the tour, and I was like, well, I just moved to Vegas, so I'd like to see what's going on here, what I can get to entertainment here. And then there was really nothing. So um, the next year, he's like, man, are you sure you don't want to go on tour? I was like, um, yeah, let's give it a shot. So auditioned as a singer. They sent the tapes to New York. Didn't hear anything for about two or three weeks. I was like, wow, what's going on? And so they had dance auditions. And I was like, well, you know, I'm going to go to the dance auditions. So I went to the dance auditions. And then about three days after that, I got a call from the road manager, and they said, hey, we'd like to hire you um, as a singer and a dancer. And I was like, yes, I'm going on a world tour. So uh, that's how that came about, and uh, ended up doing the world tour and the East Coast tour for about eight years, from 2003 uh, to, man, my last year was 2011 when I left Chippendales. So it was a long, fantastic, great run. That sounds exciting. How many how many countries did you go visit? I cannot count those. <laughs> that was a, it's more than eight. It was a, a <laughs> lot of countries. I mean, I mean, I can tell you some of the, the awesome places I went was like South Africa, uh, toured around South Africa, uh, all through Europe, uh, like all the way to Russia. Um, uh, yeah, Moscow, and and I started collecting tattoos. So I'll just say this: the places I really loved, I got tattoos. So I got Moscow, Prague, uh, Dublin, Ireland, uh, Edinburgh, Scotland. I know this is not a different country, but uh, Alaska, uh, Panama, Switzerland, Paris, uh, Holland, Hawaii. Uh, Are you looking at yeah, your man. tattoos right now to remember? Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've been to this place, I've been to that place, I've been to that place. You know, at least they'll stand out for me. So, uh, but man, it was probably the best time of my life. I'm not going to lie. You know, uh, every uh, straight man's dream is, you know, doing that. I mean, it's, it was just amazing. Um, lots of girls. I was making money traveling and seeing the world. And, you know, I, just a, a big blessing. You know, some people might look down on it because uh, they think strippers, but to be honest with you, it, it was not a stripper show. It's not like 
what you see on Magic Mike or, or, or at a little club. Like, we are actually a broad, it's like a, it's basically going to Broadway and seeing a Broadway version of a strip show. You know, it's like very classically done. Um, everything was choreographed except for me. And um, everything is well put together, lights, um, like video screens, like everything. It's like a real production. And, and we don't go in the audience. We don't do lap dances uh, down there. And we don't take tips, you know. This is actually a show on the stage. Now, we do bring girls up on the stage to let them, you know, and their friends, like, enjoy this moment, you know, birthdays and uh, all those celebrations and stuff. So it was fun. But, you know, people get a bad stigma about strippers, but it's, it's really not. It's not a bad thing. Uh, it was a lot of fun, and ours was very classy, you know. Now, I can't help it if y'all's girlfriend came and talked to us after the show. That's not my fault. <laughs> you better take care of your girlfriends after, you know, so you know. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we call them D-nasty. <laughs> they don't tell us they have no, so, you know, husbands. Y- 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 you hear all these stories, right? And, and, and again, yeah. you know, I, I know there's been a lot of hard times, right? And oh, yeah. when we talk about work-life balance, and, and the reason why I even brought you on the show um, is, you know, I think listeners are fascinated by stories like this. Um, and, you know, when you hear all the good things that you're talking about, right? So you have the record deal, you hear Nickelodeon, you hear the Beetlejuice stuff, you hear the, the world tours. What people forget is the grind and the work mm-hmm. and, and yeah. the, the hundreds of auditions and disappointments and things that go along with that. Right. And so it's oh, yeah. certainly a testament to your character and to that, that positive outlook that you have because, oh, yeah. you know, I, I remember, you know, even in, in high school, in between the L.A. trip and that kind of stuff, you know, coming home with Billy and, you know, seeing you sleep on the couch, you know, because yeah. in between gigs and, you know, trying trying to make it work. Uh, and that was yep. right after you signed the A&M deal. Um, yeah. So, yep. you know, I, I, I know personally um, how much you've had to grind to get to those good sides. Uh, and oh, yeah. I, I think people think that entertainment's all a glamorous life and it's all... Oh, you know, no. Once you make it, once you sign that record deal, man, you're paid for life and off you go. Um, but they you know, don't see, you know, you know, even JC and these guys, how they have to grind now. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. No, you know what? Entertainment, and once you've lived a, a, a I guess, a kind of somewhat of a successful, I, mean, I, I feel successful, even though I'm not rich and famous. Um, but I feel, well, you know, I should say I feel, I feel successful, but I feel blessed. Because here I am, 47 years old. And I'm still going out and singing and dancing in other countries, you know. I'm still living a, a, a cool life, you know, whereas most people that are three years from 50 aren't really doing that, you know. So I feel blessed because I'm doing what I love to do and what I've always loved to do. I feel blessed because I haven't had to work a nine-to-five, and I'm not going to have to work a nine-to-five till I'm 95 because I'm doing other things. I'm not just putting all my eggs in one basket. I'm not going... 40 hours a week for the same paycheck, the same paycheck every week, you know? What can you do different if you're doing the same thing over and over and over again, you know? Sure. So I do everything that I can, and I'm not scared to try things, you know? I, man, I was homeless. Like, a lot of people don't even know, like, two years ago when I came back, I was living in Germany uh, for a little while. Oh, I remember, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, and I hit a little, little rough spell. Um, from there and then coming to L.A., you know, you go to L.A. and you don't get gigs for a little while, 
you know, it kind of takes some money away. So I ended up living in my car just for a little bit, you know, until I got my stuff together. Um, but yeah, there's hard times, man. But you know what? It, entertainment is a drug. It's a drug. It's like a druggie, you know? You're focused on that, that high. And, you know, nothing else is going to take you away from that. You know, so you got to stay focused. You got to keep driving. And, you know, I think somebody, I was having a conversation last night and somebody was like, uh, you know, they can't understand how, like, people that are high drug, you know, they're addicted to drugs. They're like, how did you just get $50 for that rock? I can't even get $50 to pay my electric bill. You know, when you want something bad enough, you go get it. You know, for sure. It doesn't matter what you got to get through, get through it. Don't let it stop you. If you let things stop you, if you're scared, you're not going to go anywhere. So what sure. if I had to sleep in my car? So what? Sleeping right. in my car got me two more gigs in Vegas. I moved back to Vegas, and I've been awesome ever since, you know? For sure. So, you know, so, just stop being scared. Try things. Learn things. Be like you, Rick. Like, look it up. If you're analytic and you're that scared, well, do a little legwork. You know, I'm not sure. scared. It looked good to me. I jumped right in. <laughs> you did. You know, you were like, well, if David can do it, then I, I got to look into this. You know, <laughs> you didn't just jump. You didn't follow me. I'm not asking anybody, like, just do what I do. But if I can do things, you can do it, too. You For know, sure. it, all you got to do is do your, uh, your research. Do the research, man. If, like, it, it kind of so, blew my mind when you called me about that. And, and we'll actually talk about that on the other side of the break. So we're gonna yeah. we're gonna take our final break here, and then uh, we'll we'll come back and we'll we'll talk about that phone call. We'll talk about forex uh, on the other side. You're listening to Work Life Balance with Rick Morris. Today, every business is in the software business, and business is booming. That's because we live in an application-driven world where the lines between physical and digital are blurrier every day. It's a world where billions of connected things talk to each other, where agility is the new driver of competitive advantage, where applications aren't just part of your brand, they are your brand. All of this means you have a new mandate. Build the apps that will drive the future of your business and satisfy demanding customers or fall behind. Only CA Technologies has the years of expertise and the end-to-end -end portfolio of software solutions to help you plan, build, manage, secure, and scale the applications at the heart of your modern enterprise. To learn how your business can thrive, visit rewrite.ca.com, your exclusive source for insights from the cutting edge of the application economy. This is not a radio ad. It's a collection of computers, servers, transmitters, satellites, and receivers, all powered by the most transformative force in business today, software. Just think about how many applications you have within reach at this very moment. And not just on your phone. If you're in your car, software is powering the GPS that guides you. Turn left ahead. The digital road signs that direct you onward. And the engine computer that keeps you moving. Soon, software will even replace you as the driver. Switching to auto drive mode. This is life in the application economy. And the opportunities for businesses are endless. But only if you have the tools to seize them. From planning to development to management to security, end-to-end -end software solutions from CA Technologies 
can help your business succeed in this new application-driven world. Learn how at rewrite.ca.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned in to the Work-Life Balance. To reach Rick Morris or his guest today, we'd love to have you call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. If you'd rather send an email, Rick can be reached at rmorris at rsquaredconsulting.com. Now back to the Work-Life Balance. And we're back with our final segment of the Work-Life Balance on this Friday with David Nickel. We've been talking all over the place with entertainment, but we want to swing back to uh, this uh, final segment, talking about what he's doing uh, recently. And again, you know, for me, uh, I tend to jump into things pretty quickly, but I am, you know, from a business perspective, want to do my due diligence. And so I was watching Facebook and started seeing, you know, David post these things about him making money. And again, it was dealing with numbers, and, and I like to tease David. Uh, David's certainly not stupid by any means, but I like to tease him. And I was like, "Dude, you're, you're dealing with numbers." And, and, and you know, again, I I opened up Galactic Nickel Enterprises for you because the, you know you wanted yeah. me to help. Um, and yep. so you know, and I've always been there for you, right? That's my job for you. That's yes, that's, that's, that's my goal for you. And um, <laughs> so I was like, man, if he's He's messing around with numbers and making money. Then it's certainly something I got to look like, into. I need to, <laughs> right. I, you didn't. You weren't even looking at it for yourself. You're like, what are you doing? What are you getting? Right. I need to make sure you're not going to do something stupid. Well, one, it was protection <laughs> for you, right? Because that's my job. Exactly. I got to look out for my partner. And two, if, right. if it was real, then I was going to jump in as well. And so I made the leap. And uh, um, I, I, you know, and, and I didn't do the network marketing side, right? You, you become a customer of that. And it was interesting. I was watching one of the videos. Uh, one of the key trainers on that, and that was his his thing too, is that he came in as a customer and then converted to the network marketing side because it started blowing up. But he was a customer first, and and so I'll give my personal statement. Um, yeah, I'm not into the network marketing side. Um, I'm just a customer uh, underneath you. But you know, I I I put in my money. I've, I've been doing it three weeks now, but but I'm up. Uh, uh, you know, literally fifty percent. Um, of of what my investment was in the first three weeks, and I'm still learning. I made a lot of mistakes, um, and so could have done better. Um, and so, if 50 percent's at my worst, uh, I'm excited about where this can take me. So, talk about you know iMarkets Live and and even your other uh, Kayani and in how people can get in touch with you. Yeah. Um, well, I, I got with Kayani about a year ago. Uh, a friend of mine. I, I actually went through a little bit of health problems. And uh, I found out I had low testosterone, so I started taking uh, testosterone from uh, a doctor and stuff like that. So I got doing that, but it kind of didn't give me the energy. But when I was in when I was in uh, Germany, you know, I, you know, I'm I'm from Florida, lived in L.A. Uh, I, I like sunny places. That's me. Um, but it got so like gloomy over there, rainy and dark and I was just like I, I guess I went into slight depression or something and I couldn't find energy and then then my health kind of declined a little bit while I was I remember that when, Vegas, I, when I came back we were in Vegas together you were complaining yeah, of that yeah. yep exactly and so uh, I, I started doing the testosterone and it kind of helped me a little bit but that was mostly my sexual drive that got me going you know it helped me with that but it didn't give me energy to go back to the gym you know I've, I've been in the gym for years with Chippendales, and I love going to the, I love staying in shape and looking good, 
and I just couldn't do it, man. I couldn't, like, in my head, I would wake up, I'm like, okay, cool, I'm going to go to the gym. I would get up, uh, the gym was right upstairs, didn't even have to leave the building. So I'd have some oatmeal, take a pre-workout, get, put my clothes on, I'd go to put on my shoes, and go right back to sleep. Like, after taking pre-workout and everything, that's how bad it got. So... My friend introduced me to Kayani. He's like, these products are amazing. You know, you got to check them out. And, you know, I was like, they're all natural. And, like, you know, I guess, like most Americans, we've been kind of, you know, shunned away from natural products from the government and from all these, you know, from uh, these big companies that make lots of money in pharmaceuticals for a long time. But now, due to the Internet, we're finding out that natural products are freaking amazing for us there's not you know you might be allergic to something but there's no side effects and stuff you know what i mean so i i tried them and uh the first month it it didn't really do anything spectacular like i was hoping like i had hurt my knee i had a pain in my knee uh from jumping out of the trampoline at sky zone or whatever and then you know i just wanted my energy back man i wanted to feel natural again i wanted to feel good again and after a month I realized that I was a little more productive than I usually am. I was getting off the couch. If I looked at the trash and it was overflowing and, you know, usually I would just be like, okay, I'll get it whenever I get up. But now I started looking at it like, oh, let me get that and handle that, you know? And so I I realized that after a month, because I was like, do I want to stay on these products? You know, is this something I want to do? And at that point I was like, yeah, you know what? This is, you know, this is doing something like a natural Adderall. And, and trust me, I had Adderall a few times. I was like, I, where has this been all my life? I got so much <laughs> stuff done. And I was like, this is amazing. But, you know, I never got diagnosed or anything, so I don't <laughs> take it. <laughs> I needed it. I'm sure if I went in, to the doctor, and they would give it to me. But so this made me feel productive. So I said, you know what? Maybe I'll try it a little bit more. Tried it. About two weeks later, I kid you not, cross my heart, hope to die, stick the needle in my eye, just like every cool kid would say. Um, it, I woke up on a Sunday morning and I'll tell you why I know it was a Sunday. I woke up and I was like, Oh my God, like, I feel like, I felt like I took two cans of Popeye spinach. Literally. I woke up with like, I just felt something different in me. And I was like, I'm going to the gym. And lo and behold, I actually went to the gym and I worked out for like three hours and still like, I, there's a, there's a, there's a video of me that day working out at the gym on my Instagram, which is dnickel4, D-N-I-C-O-L-L-4. I was lifting the whole stack, and that just hadn't happened in like two years. I would go work out with my friends, and I just couldn't even hang with them. You can ask them, like Heath and Corwin from the group Mosaic. Um, give them a little plug. That's M-O-5-A-I-C. The acapella group, amazing. We all used to go work out, and I, I just... I couldn't hang with them anymore. I just couldn't. Like, and so I would just, you know what, you guys go ahead. I'm going to go over to the little machines, <laughs> like a little punk. But, you know, this time I, I felt it, man. And I felt it so much that I grabbed this kid. And I was like, hey, you know how to film on Instagram? He was like, yeah. I was like, here, I want you to film me, and I want you to show this stack that I'm doing. And I was like, oh, my God, Tiny works. And it really did, man. And uh, I, I was on the treadmill, and then I was working out, and then I realized, oh, my God. Um, I got to go. I got to, I need to take a shower. I serve at church. So I was like, I have to be there cause I already signed up to serve. And so I, I was on my way to church 
And it's when I realized that, oh my God, my, the pain in my knee was gone. I didn't feel it at all during the whole gym session or anything. And that's when I was like, holy crap, you know, they, these products say they, they uh, repair, maintain, and, and do all, every cell in your body. And I swear that that month and a half, it must have took a month and a half to go through my body and heal all the craziness inside. And then all sure. of a sudden, I felt good. And I felt good ever since then, man. Tiani products are amazing. So there's, how do people get in touch with you for this? Because we're, we're now out of time for the show, and I want to make sure oh, that no. people know how to get in touch with you. No. I know. Um, <laughs> my, uh, my email is we all win pips. That's uh, pips, P I P S. So we all win pips at gmail.com. You can hit me up for IML or Kayani um, or any gigs that you want to give me. Check it out. And so that's been David Nickel oh. talking. So if you're interested in Forex training, if you're interested in Kayani, um, certainly look that up on, on the web and then hit uh, David Nickel up at weallwinpips.com. Uh, we'll get that up on uh, my website as well. Um, we'll send out some uh, uh, marketing from uh, my Twitter and, and Facebook as well to make sure that you guys know how to get in touch with David. Listen, brother, we're out of time. Um, you know, you and I could probably do two more shows together. We'll get you back on here soon. I was just um, going to say, love, man, we need uh, more time. Stop. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Always <laughs> love talking to you. Uh, but we do have to respect this live process and make sure that we turn this over to the next show. So we love you guys. We'll see you next week. You've been listening to the Work-Life Balance with Rick Morris. We'll talk to you next Friday. Thank you for joining us this week. The Work-Life Balance with Rick Morris can be heard live every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Now that the weekend is here, it's time to rethink your priorities and enjoy it. We'll see you on our next show.